Welcome to the Mr. 314 Podcast Network, where our show today is brought to you by Woodard Contracting. Woodard Contracting, specializing in plumbing and mechanical. For more information, visit WoodardContractingLLC.com. That's W-O-O-D-A-R-D ContractingLLC.com. Also, for a comedy roundtable discussion on relevant topics, check out I Got a Question, the podcast featuring Chris and that black guy. Stream their show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Like and subscribe to their YouTube channel, I Got a Question, the podcast. And like their Facebook page of the same name, I Got a Question, the podcast. So before we get into the show today, it's another second part of my discussion with Terrell where he talked about the NFL. Uh, we recorded it last Sunday. Um, just got done watching game two of the NBA Finals and um, it's heartbreaking. Um, the Lakers got another 124-114 win. Um, the Heat put up a fight. You know, they, they put up a fight. Uh, you know, Butler had 25, ooh, 25 points, 13 assists, and 8 rebounds. Um I just felt like there were times where he should have been more aggressive. I don't I don't know if he's a true number one option. Um, but, like, you know, Duncan Robinson was a minus 21 in 22 minutes. He took a beating. Jay Crowder was a minus 16 in 28 minutes. He hit a couple of threes. He took a beating. Um, they had Kelly O'Link out there and, My- and Myers Leonard trying to take Bam's minutes. It just it got ugly. Um, on the Lakers' side, Anthony Davis for portions of this game looked um, unstoppable. I can't. I wanted to come up with a better word. I just couldn't come up with a better word. He was 15 for 20 from the field. He had 14 rebounds, 32 points. I, just amazing. LeBron was 14 for 25 from the field. It's an efficient game for the Lakers. LeBron had 33 points, nine rebounds, and nine assists as they led the way. Um, they also got, you know, uh, the role players hit some threes. Um, Marquise Morris hit two. Kuzma hit two. Rondo hit three. Caruso hit two. Caldwell Pope, Caldwell Pope hit two. Two for 11. Wasn't that good. But um, Lakers, you know, great performance. The, the Heat put up a fight. I'll give them credit. But um, mercifully, that series to be over on Tuesday night after, after game four. Also, and we'll talk more about that in future shows as well, I'm sure. Also, the Cardinals uh, will put to sleep tonight uh, by the San Diego Padres, 4 to nothing. Yeah, they got shut out by the bullpen. It was a bullpen game from the Padres. Um, it was it was a good effort from the Cardinals. I mean, they had a tough schedule after the, the COVID-19 thing, so they made the playoffs. They had the Padres where they wanted them, up one game in the series, up 6-2. to two. Yesterday, couldn't hold it. Let those young boys uh, get started. Tatis, Tatis Machado, who's not as young, but Tatis Machado, Will Myers lineup is great. So they're going to go ahead and face the Dodgers, and it might, it might, it might be a blessing in disguise because the Dodgers would have probably, um, you know, would have probably put the Cardinals to sleep pretty quick. So, but hey, Cardinals, good effort, and. Um, Hopefully next season will be better, have a better ending. So let's get to the show. Me and Terrell recorded this last Sunday, and we talked about some of the big games in the NFL last week. Talked about the Bills, Rams. Talked about the Cowboys, Seahawks, um, those Falcons. So let's get to the show, and hope you enjoy it. You can go to the NFL. That's good with me. 
week three. We had some good games today. Um, maybe we should start off with uh, Bills versus Rams. A lot of Rams fans are um, distraught today. They're distraught. They're hurt. They feel like the league, you know, the league robbed them, stole a victory from them. Uh, the Bills won 35-32. to 32. Great game. The Bills were up 28-3. to 3. The, the Rams come back 29 straight points, take a 32-28 lead. Then we got the pass interference on fourth down. It was like 15 seconds to go or something like that. And then the Bills score. What are your what were your thoughts on on the Rams the Rams Bills uh, game today? Thought it was an outstanding game. Hats off to the Rams for their comeback, not giving up that far away from home, you know. But by the same token, for those that think that they were robbed, they weren't. You know, he held the man past five yards. Defensive holding, even though they called yeah, it pass interference. Yeah. You know, it came at a very crucial moment of the game, but penalty is a penalty. If it was the other way around, they'd have been saying good call. Oh, my God. We, we, yeah, we, we, all, know, we, we know how those Rams are. It's just That's just what I saw. And what benefit do the Rams get? I mean, do the league get from promoting the <laughs> Buffalo Bills? None at all. None. Let's just say that. All right, it's different if it's the Rams versus the Chiefs. All right. Or if it was reversed. If it was reversed and it's like, oh, they want the LA team to do good. I could see that conspiracy theory. I could see that. But <laughs> what benefit did they get <laughs> from from Josh Allen? All right. The second coming yeah. of Brad Favre. Yes. Hey, I, I know we argued about it. Just a, a knucklehead, a knucklehead <laughs> version. I know we argued, we argued about him over the offseason. We went back and forth about Josh Allen. Um, his numbers today, 24 for 33, 311 yards, four touchdowns, only one pick. He had a 83.8 QBR. I mean, Josh Allen, these first three weeks, he's been amazing. He's unorthodox at times. He does some stuff at times where I'm like, dude, this is not mad. What are you doing? <laughs> That's why I call him Brett Farr because he makes the impossible. Th- he thinks he's Pat Mahomes, but he's not. Okay. <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm a fan. I really am. I love the dude's game. I mean, he's entertaining for oh, dude. It's like I, I like him when he try when he's going down the field. It's just because you don't know what he's gonna do. Is he gonna try a lateral? Remember in that wild card game? Is it overtime? Was it overtime? He trying to lateral on the end of the fourth quarter? No, that that wild card game where he had the quarterback option, he, he dipped it to the receiver and then ran oh, around and caught it himself. See, me and you can argue, but we go back, all right? We go all the way back to San Francisco right, early right. morning field service. Okay, we go back. So, so, so we we can argue and be good, all right? You know, I mean, we we go back, we go back to TB, you know, uh, Tom Brady and, and Patriots days, all right? right? The early heydays when my man knocked off the, the right. greatest show on turf, you know. So we go back, but going back to Allen, man, he just—I <laughs> mean, it's literally you're putting all your eggs in one basket with him. It's either you're gonna, you're gonna sink or you're gonna swim. But hey. <laughs> He's, he's swimming. He's swimming. I told you. I said, man, he's not a bad quarterback. All right. He needs to get. He needs to get in the film room. What he needs to do and realize what mistakes he's making. And I think he, he has, has adjusted that. He has. Now, I'll good. give. I, I will say that he's make. He's way more. This first three. I know it's only three games. 
He's played more consistently these three games than he's played his whole NFL career, probably his college career, honestly. He's, he's, he's been consistent. But it's like, I don't know if it's like his, his mind gets into this mode. Like when it's the fourth quarter and everything's on the line or whatever, he gets into a mode. And it's just, I got to just make a play. Like, dude, you just, just, just drop back. To re, you know, make the throw. No, he got to scramble. Now he might lateral to the to the receiver who over here who you know so it's going. <laughs> go ahead. Go I, ahead. I, I love that about him because he's trying True. he's trying to win. That's what True. you want in the quarterback. All right. I mean now now Dak's last play of the game today looked like the old <laughs> Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Just hurl up some drunk right to the other team. Throw that ball, throw that ball of bounds, you dummy. You know he hurled that thing straight to now, the man. Let, let, you know what? Speaking of that, speaking of that, uh, we're, again, oh we're, we 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 got one fan base. We got one upset fan base with the Rams fans, and you know they're upset. Then we got this other fan base in Dallas. Oh my goodness. They both delusional. Oh, it really don't goodness. matter. This is a rough day for delusional fan bases. <laughs> Seattle, 38-31 over the Cowboys. I'll give the Cowboys credit. They came back from the dead. But I will say one thing. Seattle's defense is not good. Um, but this, I, this is my question. We talked about them last week. Russell Wilson, today, 315 yards passing, five more touchdowns. Who's going to beat this? I, I don't uh, – if he's healthy, is any, can anyone beat him for the MVP if he stays healthy? I just – his he already got, what, like 16 touchdowns, 18 touchdowns? Got 18, don't he? Something like that. Look, I, I, know, it was the, I know it was the dumbest call in NFL history, but what you're seeing now is the result of why he threw the ball on the one. Now I'm not saying I'm not justifying the call. I'm just saying he's got a bad boy yeah. in Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's got a bad ball, bad boy in Russell Wilson. That man is a football savant. You're talking about real talk, the original Pat Mahomes without weapons. That's who I, I see. Can don't have his size, but as far as reading defenses. You know, and being able to make plays because Mahomes, you know, like I said, I mean, when you got a Tyreek Hill, man, when you got a Sammy, when you got a Travis Kelsey for crying out loud, you know, when you got when you got a a Kareem Hunt, you know, and then then you try even Williams is good, but he opted out. Now you got Hilaire, whatever his name is. (laughs) Now you got Clyde. It's like, dude, he's got. I mean, and I'm not taking nothing away from who I called Mm -hmm. last podcast, potentially the best football player we've ever seen. But Russell Wilson is the most disrespected football player I've ever seen. Okay, I got this. This is this is everything's even, even weapons. Either you got the Chiefs weapons or you got the Patriots weapons. Whichever way you want to go with it, Mahomes, Deshaun, Russ, Lamar, Mahomes, Deshaun, Russ, and if let's throw in there. But out of those four, I don't know if there's anybody else you want to throw in there. Maybe Aaron will throw Aaron Rodgers in there because he's found he found it again. So out of those guys, everything being easy. So you either you got the Chiefs weapon or you got the Patriots weapon, whoever. Either you got a lot of weapons, you got no weapons. There's all equal. 
who would you want today or, you know, right now? That's a tough question. I'm going with the best balance of natural ability and IQ. And what Pat Mahomes does. Now, I think Aaron Rodgers and A-Rod and Wilson are your smartest QBs. Your most athletic are obviously going to be the other two from Mm -hmm. Houston and Baltimore. But to blend, to make the perfect quarterback out of those four, I have to give it to Mahomes. I just do, based on what I've seen. You know, now it's very close. It's like one A, B, C, and then Jackson and Mahomes. And, or, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know what? Let me just go ahead and rank them. All right. So I'm going to go Pat Mahomes. I'm going to go Mahomes. Very closely after that, I'm going A Rod. Then I'm going Russell. Then I'm going Watson. Then I'm going Jackson. But this is very tight. You talk about it, man. It's like it's like a fast patty <laughs> burger you're trying to squeeze down to get into your mouth. I just think, let's just think with Lamar, you almost have to have the system for Lamar. I don't, how can I put it? Like, those other guys can just, those other guys, you could just, they can drop back. They can throw it. I mean, they can run, too. But, like, right now, as of right now, I'm not saying forever, but right now, can Lamar just drop back ice up the defense like those other guys can? No. Tennessee made him do that, and look what happened. That's the thing with Lamar. Athletically, he's probably the most athletic out of everybody. You know what I mean? You get him in open field, nobody's touching him. I, I give him that. But, like, if you put him in a spot where it's like, okay, hey, Lamar, we need you to the defense force you to drop back and make passes. I, I think he may he may come up a little short there. Um, the scary thing about Mahomes is because we see Russell Wilson now, you know, like Russell Wilson is great as he's great as he's been for some years. That experience and those rep, you know, those repetitions, you can see how better he is now than he was two years ago, three years ago when they were Super Bowls. Because now you got the you got the you got the talent, you got the the hard work, and now you got like he's seen every defense now. He's been in so many big games, and now it's all coming together. And Sunday night, and you're just like, what can you do? And against the Cowboys, for the most part, it was like that. It's just like, what can you do? Like he's just on a different planet right now. And the scary thing about it is Mahomes hasn't got to that point. That's the scary thing about Patrick Mahomes. Now you, now you see why I say he is better than yeah. A. Rod uh-huh. and Wilson, because A. Rod and Wilson were not handed the ball at twenty-two. You know, Mahomes sat one year, thanks to Favre. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Mister uh, uh, Rogers sat three, for three what, or four, four or five. Yeah, he didn't start to – yeah, I mean, he basically went through a freshman, sophomore, right. junior, and senior season under Favre because right. he didn't want to leave. Um, And then Wilson was – even with that Super Bowl win, that was Marshawn Lynch's team. He was the game Reasonable. manager, and they had yeah. that great those, defense. Those were legionable. Uh, yeah, so, so that's that's the scary thing about him, Mahomes. 
I mean, I guess even Lamar, but Mahomes is so far ahead now. But wait till he gets these years and years, not years, but a couple more years under his belt. Man, it's going to be scary. Because I think that's what we see with Russ now. Russ is at a different level now um, than he was. Um, Tommy, Tommy had a good game today. Buccaneers won 28-10. Tommy had three touchdowns. And with the Bucks. I think we're not going to see them at their their offense at least November, December. That's why I think you're going to see that offense really take off. That's what I think. You know, it's just it's just like everything else. You just got to be – it's new co-workers, a brand-new company for them. You got to build trust. You know, him and Mr. Evans look a little more on page. It looked like they slapped Evans a little bit, you know, some weeks of preparation because, man, at week one he looked yeah, terrible two weeks ago. But – I mean, he, he's playing. He's playing a little bit better. So it's just it's just trust with them. You know, they got to get their timing. Brady has to pick out who he trusts the most, who is going to get us there, um, and then who is going to get us over the hump. You know, it's kind of like the way at USC, Reggie Bush got you all the way from the kickoff all the way down to the goal line, Lindale and then it's time White, to give yeah. it to Lindell White, you know. So who's gonna who's gonna get us there, and then who's willing to step aside and say, "All right, we throwing it over the top." And I think they can have a nice combination with that. You know, you got Godwin underneath, or going deep from time to time, and then hey, you can always or uh, OJ Howard, and then you can always dump it off Evans. Evans with that back shoulder in the corner could be nasty. You know, I mean, he's a big dude and he catches everything. It's just a matter of attitude. And with him, you know, Scotty Miller is turning into the new Amendola. The new Welker, the new Edelman. So you got Scotty Miller making plays. Bruce Arians said, uh, "Go ahead, and go I, ahead, what you go say." I got the Bruce Arians thing out. Go ahead. I'm interested to see what happens when Fournette gets his legs up on. Yeah, it's, that's that's what I'm, I, I think. I think as the year goes, they're going to be lethal. I think they're going to be scary. Dolphins, because Tommy, like you said, once Tommy gets comfortable, builds that trust. As long as that offensive line is playing at a, at a level they need to play, I will say that if they have any offensive line issues and Tommy's getting rushed, that could be a problem. But if he has enough time in the pocket with those weapons, and they got Fournette back there, they got I me. Mean, Ronald Jones isn't—he's nothing to sneeze at. Um, and don't they got McCoy too. They got McCoy. Oh, I mean, who in small doses is still okay. I mean, he's not a world beater anymore. But I mean, as your third running back. The man was born in '77. You gotta protect they him. Got that's you. all I that's, say. that's that's the thing. He that's the, if you protect him. He could take him to the. He could take him all the way. But if if he got thrown him and he getting hit, he don't like to get hit no more. Tommy throw that. Tommy will throw that ball in, into the into the third row. He's not getting hit. So that's why Gronk, you know, came back. He made that joke earlier in the week. You know that uh, I'm brought here to block, but no, that's true. Yeah, you heard what Bruce Arians said. He was like, um, "What did Bruce?" He said, um, "They said, well, Gronk's only got like two cat, no, like two catches and four targets." Well, you know, receivers are here to catch. I'm like, whoa. I mean, I know Gronk is an excellent blocker, but I mean, he still can help out. But I, I don't, know. Bruce Arians. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not a Bruce Arians fan. It's something about him. I'm just not a fan of him. That's probably just me. Well, here's the funniest thing. You know, TB's got so much clout, he'll mess around with the air <laughs> fire. 
<laughs> and then retire the next week. <laughs> don't, don't think he won't either. You know, I mean, that's, anytime a man just arrives to a city and then starts printing out Tampa Bay shirts, you know, and, and activities, yeah, he, he know what he's doing. So Arians and no one is sold on Arians. I think it was Stephen A. Smith who said, hey, we're talking about a man who outside of the run he made when uh, Chuck uh, what's Pagano, his name, got, yeah. got sick. Pagano, outside of the outside of the run he made with his own teams, we're looking at the man who's 9-7, and 8-8 yeah. eight eight at best. I mean, he's, he's a great coordinator, quarterback. I mean, he has, you know, he's worked with a lot of great quarterbacks, but as a head coach, he's still – you know he's still unproven as as of right now, and um, I, but I know Tommy is winning the battle there because one of those Evans touchdowns today they ran the same play they ran in the Super Bowl against the Falcons on that two point conversion where Amendola got that and they were at the two you know the two point conversion where they did it with the quick screen they ran that play today they're running a lot of New England stuff there I've noticed that so Tom's going to make sure that he's running what he what he wants to run and when he's comfortable with it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a uh, Ch- not Chuck Pagano. If this was a Bruce Arians leaning on Brady to keep his uh, job or keep his career going a little bit longer. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, because he thought. gets the regular too. But Brady this yeah, year, so. that's probably another what fifteen years of coaching for. He can get off that for fifteen, twenty years. And then Brady. And then Brady can say, "Hey, yep. I don't want without you, Big Bill." Little Big Bill. So. Okay, so. You know, we can't we can't talk about you know, we talk about the Rams, man. We we didn't ever really make it back to the cat. Not to switch it up. I mean we just talk in NFL in general, but man, what 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 are those cowboys missing? They are an accident waiting to happen every week, every season. It's it's, uh it's a it's a pattern, it's a it's an epidemic with them, man. Every like you say every season they have about six, seven games. And you just be like, how did they lose that game? Or why did so-and-so do this? You remember it was all Romo's fault. Remember that? It was all Romo's fault. Man, it's Romo. Let's get Romo out of here. It's, well, he's been going, what, four, but four years now? They're still doing the same stuff. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It's almost like if I didn't know any better, because you know how much those players love Jerry, because, man, Jerry would take – Jerry will take a janitor and make him feel like he is just the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. That's just what Jerry does, you know. Um, but, you know, Dak, you really, you know, you've heard tidbits that Dak really ain't in all that. You know, Jerry want to buy everybody a drink at the bar, and Dak's like, I'm good, Jerry. I buy my own. So, you know, since Dak ain't kissing his behind, it's almost like, you know, there's some rift there, and that's probably why the man's not getting paid. But I say that to say this. Man, are they sabotaging Dak in any way? It just doesn't look good. It don't look right because man, Dak had a, almost a five hundred yeah. yard game, and how'd y'all come up short against that defense? Yeah, he did four seventy two. How did they fumble three times like in the first three possessions last week against the Falcons? I'm still lost about that. Accident <laughs> waiting <laughs> to happen. For a comedy roundtable discussion on relevant topics, check out I Got a Question, the podcast, featuring Chris and that black guy. Stream their show on Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcast, and Spotify. Like and subscribe to their YouTube channel, I Gotta Question the Podcast. And like their Facebook page of the same name, I Gotta Question the Podcast. The Falcons, okay. Now you brought them up. I'm sorry, J Lock, but I'm gonna have to be, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to force some more Crown Royal to talk about to talk about That's, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, okay. Question for you. Will um I mean, what's the coach's name? It, 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 I can't think of his name right now. Will the Falcons coach have a job tomorrow morning? Will he get a phone call tomorrow morning? Because that's since that Super Bowl, they've been. It, it's just last week was a sixteen point lead in the fourth quarter. This week is a fifteen point lead in the fourth quarter. I don't know what to say. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm, I'm out of. I'm out of. I don't know what's going on there. I have no idea because they have a top five offense. Like I mean, there's some teams like the Jets who don't have anything. The Giants they don't have anything you know what I mean like the Falcons have a top five offense probably they put up points and I know the defense isn't good but why are you up so big in these games and Matt Ryan 0 for 7 in the fourth quarter then he'll complete one then there's a pick what what, what do you think the problem is you think it's because J-Locks is is the Falcons fan or what do you think the problem is (laughs) uh, let me answer the first question you posed there was a lot there but when it when it comes to the coach getting a phone call tomorrow morning, he should, okay. but he probably won't. Okay, Arthur Blank, the owner, you know, and the GM, it's just he runs the kind of culture. They're almost like a uh, non-successful <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. They're a family atmosphere. They're going to look after you. They're going to take care of you. It's, Southern Hosp- it's Atlanta, right. you know, Southern hospitality. He should be fired, but, I mean, he probably won't, you know, and they just – you know, they just really don't want to do that. And, you know, they'll wait and see. If they got to make a move all season, but they're going to give them a chance is what I'm saying. However, that organization from top to bottom, outside of Arthur Blank, probably still has nightmares of Tom Brady throwing darts in the fourth quarter in overtime. You know, he, he I mean, they probably still have nightmares of Edelman coming across the middle on those crossing routes. James White coming out the backfield, just exposing those linebackers that were too slow for him, you know, and then muscling his way across the goal line in overtime. You know, they probably still have nightmares from the look on Tom Brady's face when they won the coin call. The coin oh, that, that, that was the game, man. I don't – did anybody else – did anybody not think that that was game – when uh, when the Patriots won the coin toss, I mean they went down the field by what four straight oh, times. How many? Everybody knew everybody knew it was game except for maybe somebody yeah, like Jay Jay Lock. Really had on, on the whole. They hadn't stopped the Patriots in like five possessions, and they were gassed. Like it was like, dude, they have no shot. The only way they could have stopped the Patriots is if a tip pass would have got. I mean, it, they, they had they had no shot. They also have nightmares about. Devontae Freeman missing high tower coming off that edge. And Matt Ryan fumbling and, and I'm sure they have nightmares about that too. Matt Ryan himself. I'm probably sure he still hates that. So but uh, I'm sure they do. dude, that's yes. yeah. have you ever seen another team in any sport 
that one game, one series, because other sports have series, where since that series happened, the team has never been the same. Now, I know that leading up to that, they had a, you know, they hadn't had too much success. I understand that. But Mighty Jones, who grew up in Atlanta, talks about it all the time. He, he, he was born there and moved to Houston. But he talks about it all the time, like, why do people cheer for the Falcons? He stopped because of the, the horror. He stopped. But, like, have you seen a team, like, one game or one series, and it's just like, man, they just have not been the same. It's not even an exaggeration. They love it. Maybe not identical, but two organizations come to mind in the other two major sports. The Tex- the Ooh. Texas Rangers, after David Ooh. Freeze did what he did to them. They just never were the same. That game seven you knew was over. Yeah. You know, after that, back, 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 back. We will see you tomorrow. I mean, I mean Mr. Buck got down on that one. So... I mean, he, he might have got a fine for not for sounding too uh too biased he, on he, that. He, one, he, but he he, he blacked you know, out all, for a second, man. Come on, man. He blacked out. Then his then his daddy know, off. His daddy part. said that he always wanted to say it because his daddy had said it. So you know what I mean? Let let the young man live because everybody lost their minds in that moment, man. That's just crazy stuff. Go ahead, though. Yeah. So the Texans and 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 then the situation that in which they lost because you had them down to their last strike twice. Foul it off, foul it off, foul it off, foul it off. And then all of a sudden, crackle, and everybody knew it was going the way it popped off of that bat. Everybody knew it was going. Poor Josh Hamilton. Like, I watched, because, you know, when there was no sports, a lot of those games, like game six came on, I don't know how many times, and I saw game seven one time from those series. And Josh Hamilton had a really good series. Like, if you, he hit the home run in the 10th inning after the Cardinals tied, he got, I think, uh, he got two RBIs in the first inning of game seven when nobody thought they had a chance. They really didn't. He had a really good series, and it's just, I guess it's, it's just his career. Josh Hamilton just can't be successful. It's just not in his blood. Go ahead, though. I'm sorry. I went on that Josh Hamilton tangent. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> the second scenario will never is a team that's in the making. It's only been one season, but after that Kawhi shot last year, mm. I don't think that this. I don't think this Philly core will ever get over. That was that, their best chance ever. Because they had Jimmy too. They had Jimmy too. Yes, it was. Got to remember that Jimmy was taking all those shots for him at the end of games. He was their. And then Kawhi just hit. I mean, that bounced around the rim four times with an athletic Embiid chasing you. Yeah. Embiid. How did get it off? To this day about that, man. It'll hurt. Well, that boy was crying, wasn't he? When it was like his in the summer, I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't. Ugh. I'm gonna say Philly may not. That Philly may not be the same. One. That's now, a good one because um, I think that really, and I'm not trying to be a, I'm not trying to be a prisoner of the moment. That may have been their best chance with this core because you had Jimmy Butler. You don't have that anymore, and we see, we saw what happened. We saw what happened. So, yeah. You know, now Golden State, after they lost the 3 1 lead, they took measures <laughs> to keep that from happening. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. And well, I really can't hate on that, you know. That's a good question. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But I think, the, yeah, I, I'm picking Golden State and, and Brooklyn to do their really? thing next year and meet up. I want to see KD play really? as I game. think getting on that subject, people, 
Iverson came out. You hear what Iverson said? He talked about he wanted to see Giannis go to Golden State. I'm like, first off, I'm like, Iverson. I did read that. Yeah, calm down. First off, um, hey, I was a fan of Golden State, man. I, I mean, get well, you know, I know why he is because if you look at it, for him to see a a, a, a small smaller because Steph is not super. Steph is Steph was six four, six three. Steph is thin, but he's sick. He's yeah, so he's not like zone. like Iverson size or Isaiah Thomas, the first Isaiah Thomas or the second Isaiah Thomas size. But I think Iverson loves seeing the first option on that first championship team being a guard, a six three guard. I think Iverson loves that. I think he just loves seeing a, a guard that size be able to take over games. I think that's what it is with with Iverson. I could be wrong though. I, I, no, no, I agree. I, I think it's one hundred. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred. You know, AI's got a he's got a he's got a just, he's got a heart for the guard. When guys game. team up or guys get together, usually people stay in their age groups, though. You know what I mean? Now, my question to you, based on what AI said, who's the number one option if Giannis goes there? Steph is the number one option if he's healthy. This is my view. Steph is number one option, and Giannis is number two option. If he Steph has proven he's able. Could Steph have bit? Could Steph still had demanded to be the number one option with KD there? He he could have. I don't know how that would have went, but I'm just you know the thing about Steph is is that the type of person he is, we we will never know. You know what I mean? What would have happened in that scenario? A lot of guys would have. Um, Steph reminds me of the old Isaiah Thomas. He is not now Isaiah Thomas. You know, I never met the man, so forgive me what I'm going to say. But everything I've read and hearing other players talk from that era, the original Isaiah Thomas was mm-hmm. true. Okay, Steph's a nice guy, but Steph also has that, you know, church right. boy grin. But he really want to cut. Your, he want to really want to cut your throat yeah. like they said Z can. You know, just without just being dirty. So that's just packaged. That's just yeah, he's just packaged a little differently. You know, he's not you know, as, as ignorant as, as right. they make yeah. a Isaiah yeah. sound. Yeah. He ain't going to do that dirty. No, I, no but, I, uh, I I agree with you on that. Um, I I think they're both there, and they were both team guys. Like, you look at Isaiah Thomas, he could have averaged more points if he really wanted to. But he he talks about it, and when you watch those games, you see he was a team guy. He wasn't worried about, you know, getting certain numbers. And and, and Steph is kind of similar to that, too, where Steph is going to get his, but they brought in Kevin Durant, and Steph was like, okay, KD, do you. You know what I mean? Go ahead. You you know, you do, you do, you know, you you get yours. You know, I'll get mine, too, you know, but he could have demanded to be the number one out. He could have. Um, but Durant, I think they never really Durant. I think it was insecurities on both parts. You know, Durant knew that he would never be, he's number one option, but it's not his team. And by the, but by the same token, you know, because KD's got a lot going on between the ears too. Just some of the stuff he does, and dude, why are you a seven foot millionaire with with burner accounts? You know, they got to go back at ordinary people. So. He's almost like poor. He's almost like Paul George, but except he's gonna deliver. He ain't gonna let them interfere. He ain't gonna let them interfere with his are you, game. Are you saying KD didn't hit the yeah. side of the backboard on a point of three? 
How did I know you're gonna bring that back up? Dude, that's 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 living forever, dude. Even if it's just me, that that gift is gonna live forever. If I'm the only one sending it out, I can't stand the Clippers. I'm sorry, man. I I'm, I'm not even gonna get into more time. I can't stand it. Um, you know, I really, I'm really not a big Doc Rivers enthusiast. I think Doc is kind of uh, delusional, a little ignorant sometimes, especially when it comes to losing to Kobe that second time. You know, I felt like Boston felt like they had more, but I really thought they would have got the Lakers based on what I saw pre-COVID. Because here's the thing. They raced the Lakers lead twice on them in a regular season. You know, people forget about that. They raced their lead twice, and they made AD think that he was a junior varsity basketball player again. I mean, the way way that they handled the paint and put everything on LeBron – they, here's the thing. If you want to see how to beat the Lakers, if Miami wants to beat the Lakers, go watch what the Clippers did early to them. That would be my suggestion. Don't think uh, he ain't been taking notes, Spolstra. But Doc Rivers is kind of, you know, I hate the dog, brother, but he's a little <laughs> overrated, too, in crunch time. He, he is, man. He, he's led a lot. This was, I mean, this wasn't an isolated incident. That's what the problem is. It wasn't like, hey, you know, Doc Rivers has, you know, multiple rings, and it just happened this one year. You know, they just it kind of slipped through their fingers. It has happened almost a decade. He could. They could have won Game Seven against the Lakers in 2010, and he did some bonehead things and made some bonehead moves. You save Rasheed to the end, okay? At that point, Rasheed's 37, 38 years old. Game Seven. <laughs> Rasheed didn't have nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> Rasheed clown that first quarter. He was killing for Gazal. And everybody thought, man, Lakers going to mess around and lose this game on their home court in game seven. And heading to the fourth. Here they come. They sent it overtime. And then, you know, it's just it was almost like a uh, that, that Atlanta feeling heading to overtime when Tom Brady got the ball. Won the coin toss. It's like, oh, boy, well. Y'all gonna really have to, especially with them old legs Boston had by that time. But then that's my point, Doc Rivers. So you didn't load manage those guys, but you're gonna let Kawhi load manage. That's another issue this, I got with Doc. You, okay, this is my question for you. Do you think that all the the um, perks and all the everything that Kawhi got coming to the Clippers is really the root of all the problems? Because there were whispers during the season. That people were like, man, Kawhi is getting too many, you know. Yeah. Like, do you think that's the root? Not saying that's the whole problem, but that's kind of the root of maybe some of the issues this team had this season. (laughs) Again, going back to Mr. Too Cool for School, I just knew he was going to come back up. (laughs) But, uh,. You know what I'm yes, talking sir. about. What's the side of the backboard? He's one of those. He's one of those guys. You don't don't trust him. You know, I, I could see him. See, I could see him starting some mess like that. <laughs> you know, and I don't, know, I don't I don't know the guy from a can of paint. But when a guy's just too nice, right? You know, it, 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 it never met your day in his life. It's like okay, this joke is hot. <laughs> so I could see. I mean, that's just me. And you know that you know how we are, North St. Louis kids. So hey, we just know. Hey, all right, you know, yeah. You know, Joe extra nice, watch him. It just is what it is. So, you know, now now that is Kawhi's franchise. You know, if Balmer has to pick one and that GM has to pick one, 
you know who's gone. The one who hit the side of the backboard. And, and, the, and, and the one that got abused I mean, on the defensive end, like, man, like Luca did him, man. Then he couldn't really try to put him on Jokic, Murray. Everybody was doing it. Go ahead. I just had to get that in. Go ahead. Man, I lost some of respect for PG. Yeah, he, you know what? He, he might have started those whispers with your boy. You know, Kawhi, that's what he negotiated. You know, he's he's the franchise player. That's he that. got him in there. I mean, he you got know. PG in there, so PG really <laughs> can't talk. Because if Kawhi didn't demand he'd come, he wouldn't be there. Right, he really wanted him to get there, and he thought he was gonna get the same treatment, but he ain't getting it. So you know how you know how, you know how your people's is, you know when they when they get upset about something, they they gonna lay low, and they, you know he's probably grinning all in Kawhi's face and everything, you know, buying the kids stuff for this and that, you know, probably trying probably, probably trying to slide his number to the phone oh, that Kawhi's no. with. Oh no! Next, next thing, next thing you know, and then the fact that he tried to have. A uh, a spe- an exit interview basically with the team, and nobody was buying any of it. That's pretty so, bad. Again, <laughs> I, I don't like to get into people's personal lives too much, but so PG has something with Roy Hibbert's fiance. Is it fiance? A girlfriend. I ain't okay. word. And Google then it. Seth Curry's wife, also known as Doc Rivers' daughter, something happened there. So. Now, now, Doc's a Christian man, so he's going to be forgiven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has to be. They were just kids. Now they all in their close 30s or close to it. So, I mean. You know, it's just for somebody who's not delivering on the court, man, he's doing too much off the court. It's the same time. I mean, you do one or the other. You can't do both. But, um. The brother. The brother just too cool for school, man. I'm telling you, it just folks like that. I love him to death. Just nice guy, you know, nicest guy in the world. Just okay. So watch him. If you're building a team, <laughs> if you're building a team, we'd rather have Paul George or Daniel House. Okay, that's enough. No, no, that's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. Let's get back to uh, that's no, don't answer. Let's get <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Daniel apartment complex. Um. Daniel, Daniel, he had a, he had a rough. Oh. But um, with with the with the, with the IG model uh, doing, <laughs> giving giving them uh, giving them a COVID test. <laughs> I would expect PG to do something like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, you gotta blow you gotta blow that team up now because they try he tried to throw. And then who's the unnamed player? That's what I want to know because he tried to throw. Tyson Chandler. That's what Dan Tony said. On, on Dan Tony on the plane back home. I am not coming back. So uh, <laughs> you all. Dan Tony's done with that situation for multiple reasons, but I'm sure that whole situation probably was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Okay. Dan Tony's a smart man. And besides, he's almost 70 There's years old. There's a problem, though. And again, I hate to talk too much about this right now, but the, and they say he's the favorite in, to, to get the job in Philly. He got to change that roster overnight. That roster can't do what he likes to do. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I don't well, first off, I don't like the roster to begin with. But you look at Dan Tony; they're saying that he could possibly – let's talk about that. They're saying that he feels he could possibly 
sway Harden to demand a trade over there to join him in Philly? What are your thoughts on that? Why is he a candidate number one? Mm -hmm. Okay. You got too many. Okay, his style, too many, twice now. His style of play does not win. Kobe, the great late great Kobe spoke out on that. Says I'm not a fan of their style of basketball. Why? Because he had already beat it and gotten past Phoenix in order to get to his promised land. So why is D'Antoni steady getting that these Chris looks? That Chris Paul Houston. And then it keeps, and then his style keeps changing because. You know, first they, they, they had Capella and they were the most aggressive and by far a better team mm -hmm. with Capella and Chris Paul. So I don't think he really has a style, to be honest with you. He doesn't he doesn't have an offense. He's playing street ball and hoping That's shots fall. Because it's different than when Nash because Nash was it was seven yeah, you're right, because with Nash it was seven seconds or less. They're going up getting the shot real quick. Now it's hard and dribble for 20 seconds and then make something happen. But you're right. It is, it is different. But so, so they exactly. said, so if that, if that were to happen, Harden gets traded there and B will go back the other way. So you would have MB and Westbrook. Ugh. What are your thoughts on that? If, if that's what Houston would have as they're one and two. <sighs> in beat man, they gonna just, they gonna fight. I just don't. In beat's ignorant. Westbrook's ignorant. They gonna bang. Because in beat, because in beat really be playing. You know, he he talk about trade, right. but he really be playing. And then he gets serious once right. a person gets serious with him. And depending on where the week Russ come in, either you gonna get. The Russell from UCLA, or you're going to get the Russell from Compton? I haven't seen the Russell from UCLA in a while. It just depends. Um, I, yeah, Mr. Nice Guy. He's yeah, been kind of hood. Um, I just could see if Russ come up, bring him off the floor and taking contested 18-footers with like 18 seconds to go on the clock, I see him be just like refusing to run back on defense. I could just see that going bad in so many different ways. Yeah, it would it would be ugly. And honestly, you know, you need to start at the top. You need to fire Daryl Morey. That man has too much power to make too many mistakes. Well, you know their we know their their Nine owner. Minutes. They said he's struggling right now because he I think he's a restaurant guy, so he's struggling right now with the pandemic. So they may not. I don't know. If they're gonna make it. They said they may not do nothing with the team. I don't know. But that Houston situation, I think, is is not looking good moving forward. That will be it for our show today. Thank you again for listening. I want to thank Terrell again for taking the time out to come on the show. Don't forget, our show today is brought to you by Woodard Contracting. Woodard Contracting specializing in plumbing and mechanical. For more information, visit WoodardContractingLLC.com. That's W-O-O-D-A-R-D ContractingLLC.com. And also... For a comedy roundtable discussion on relevant topics, check out I Got a Question, the podcast featuring Chris and that black guy. Stream their show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. 
like and subscribe to their YouTube channel, I Gotta Question the Podcast. And also like their Facebook page of the same name, I Gotta Question the Podcast. So that'll be all for our show today. Lastly, just want to, you know, say, hey, thank the, the 2020 Cardinals. They made the playoffs after playing like nine doubleheaders in September. So getting to the playoffs despite a tough loss in game three to the Padres. Hey, you know, they they went further than they should have. I appreciate the effort. Hope they um, make changes over the offseason. But appreciate that. And I hope that this NBA Finals some way, somehow gets better. Tonight's game's very competitive. Hopefully it gets better, so at least we have some intrigue um, here in the final. So thank you again, and uh, we'll see you next time.